Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 492, Midsomar. I gotta tell you, I made a mistake. Buckle up, bitches. And saw this before <laughs> Spider-Man. I I need to go see Spider-Man again because I was still messed Wait, up. so what was your order? Midsomar, then Spider-Man. Well, like, back-to-back? You, back? you want Spider-Man as a chaser, though, I think. I, it, you, I agree, but, like, I was still, like, processing Midsummer. Yeah, how close together were the screenings? Uh, a few hours. Like, uh, three okay. hours. So it was, like, same day. Yes. Okay. So I, okay. I saw this by myself, and I took the kid to see Spider-Man. Well, you didn't did get that the right way. You did that the right way. Do you like bears, Bella? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how about skin suits? Yes. Uh, but yeah, like... Do you ever go skydiving? <laughs> yeah. It definitely... Cliff jumping? Uh, changed how I dealt with Spider-Man. So I need to see Spider-Man again just to be like, I really did like this movie. Yeah, but reset that, your, the, your <laughs> mind. Midsommar yep. messed me up pretty good. Pretty good. So, uh, oh, quick shameless plugs. <laughs> Don't forget what that's got me. Oh, <laughs> Tom's already crying. Yes. Uh, Tom's 72. He's really concerned right I'm now. Close to that. <laughs> yeah. That point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. And of course, uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Uh, join the league of show shares. All of that costs you nothing, but if you love us so much, you want to throw money our way, we will be kind enough to pick it up. Uh, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where you get bonus content and, uh, and you might even get to be on the show. Who knows? So that's all that. Is that like random? You call somebody up that day and you're like, did you see this movie? (laughs) Yeah. Guess what? We're going to talk about it right now. (laughs) What do you think? Hope you can talk. Yes. Uh, Midsommar. Where did you, where did you land on hereditary? Do I need to say that I am here? Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. <laughs> oh, I guess not. Brian is still here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it We're works. just so used to you being here. Like, yeah. What's the continuity of... <laughs> we uh, record these back-to-back. <laughs> Spoiler. I was, a little peek I've been here for a week. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, they won't let me <laughs> They won't leave. let me leave. Why am I wearing a bear suit? <laughs> yeah. This is going to end poorly. Yes. Uh, I loved Hereditary. Okay. Brian? I was lukewarm on Hereditary. Yeah. I, th- I laughed a lot in Hereditary, and I don't think that was appropriate. I think that it Did was, Did you laugh though. at this? Uh, I don't remember. Did your audience? I don't laugh know if at I, this? I don't know. If I, I had definite. Were you at the sneak? I was. Yes, at the I, nighttime I was, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. At yeah. That. Oh, okay. I I did anybody? I there remember people. Laughter. I remember people co- like stomping out like oh, this was so stupid. Oh, I can't believe I watched this movie. I'm yeah, like, there was oh, laughter. Man, what's wrong with you? Although I read an article, an interview with the director, and he was like, "Well, yeah, I figured they would laugh. I wanted there to sure. be laughter yeah. at those points. Yeah, like he. Th- there's one character that I think is supposed to be like the levity. And to there's break certainly it up humor some, through this movie, but there is are that William Poulter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But there are key points that we will get to at the end of this film that elicited laughter that he claims he intended. Like he he thought that that would be there too. And I'm just kind of like, I really don't feel like that's probably what you were hoping for. Hmm. But there was those moments in Hereditary. Like I I laughed in Hereditary, but it was more like I'm talking about the climax of the film. Yeah. There were funny. There there were some funny exchanges. In this movie as dark as it was There were some funny exchanges Right But 
I'm talking like at the end when when all uh, hell breaks. I was not laughing. There were people laughing in my theater. That's like, weird. multiple people laughing. Not what like the one. We? Not like the one weirdo at Pet Cemetery. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that because yeah. I just said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he laughed at the most. It was in- a girl, but yeah. Oh um, yeah, when the kid gets hit by the bus. Yeah, it was weird. But um, but this was like the the climax of the film. The, yeah, they're the two key kind of moments. And you do mean climax. I do. Yeah. yeah. But there was laughter. And so, but anyway. Okay. Let's start. Do you think it's laughter because they find it funny or laughter because it's uncomfortable and they don't know how to deal with it? I was going on the latter. Yeah. That it's like uncomfortable. That would have been my thought. But honestly, to me, the laughter sounded like they thought it was ridiculous. Okay. Like it wasn't, it didn't sound like nervous laughter. I mean, with, um, with my personality, I get a lot of nervous laughter from sure, people, sure. and so I <laughs> oh, feel yeah. like I'm pretty good at spotting it. Right? <laughs> yeah. So this, is, I I thoroughly enjoyed Hereditary. I thought it was a fantastic uh, art house indie horror flick. That was. I like the fact that all the clues were there, and if you wanted to dig in, it it, it you could figure out what this was one going does on. the same thing. This one does the same thing, and um, I mean, from the opening segment when yeah. it shows you kind of that like. Tapestry type painting and I right. was even Having I've only seen it once but I was like Well clearly this tapestry somehow maps Out yeah, the entire the film movie, yeah. right for me but So so yeah so we're introduced to Florence Pugh uh, Who from Star Wars right Yes from Star Wars pew, pew. <laughs> From I uh, fighting with my family yes. Like that I mean like Lady that's, Macbeth wasn't she Lady Macbeth Oh you said that yeah. yeah but it's just he Ari Aster has elicited Brian. I know that it's you've been on the show before, but you've hung out enough with Joe to know that if there are two <laughs> reference points, one is Shakespeare and one is professional wrestling. <laughs> Which one am I going to get yeah, faster? You're going to go with same sure. as all the time. True. Just yeah. lean into the wrestling. True. That one. Right. Yeah. Uh, as painful as that will be. For yes. me. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, he has Ari Aster has elicited two performances. From these two female leads that are unbelievable, she's unbelievable in this movie. Like she is able to make you feel anxious and mm-hmm. like you're having a panic attack with her, while you're also on her side with her gaslighting piece of sh- crap husband, boyfriend, or, boyfriend, boyfriend. Like yeah. so, she's she's phenomenal in this movie. Um, so yeah, I, I like that. I, where did Brian just real quick? You, you said you were lukewarm on Hereditary. Where did you land just overall in this? For movie? this, I enjoyed this quite a bit more. Really, I think be, because it was much more realistic. There weren't as many supernatural elements, right? To Uh-oh. me, um, whereas with with uh, Hereditary, like I, you know, it just I don't know, it just didn't click. Really, the main issue that I have with Hereditary is when Tony Collette forces her son to take her daughter to a high school party, where it's like. Why would you ever do that to to anyone? Why yeah. would you do that to your own kid? And I'm at that point, I was just like frustrated, and I couldn't really buy in. Gotcha to, to anything at that point. Yeah. Um, I, overall, I like I liked Hereditary better than this. I think I liked this better than Hereditary. I feel like this is an easier movie to admire than it is to enjoy. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I in the ending didn't work for me. Interesting, and I, I I liked it a lot more up until it kind of go like all hell breaks loose at the end. Yeah, and I like what he was going for, but it just didn't it just didn't work for me. But like, but it's but I mean it's a wonderfully made movie. Yeah, but it it just didn't 
quite click. click for me. Like Hereditary, I liked a lot, especially when you get to the reveal at the end and you realize what's been going on the whole time. And I'm right. like, whoa! And that's not normally like what horror movies do, right? It's either good fight and bad, and who you're rooting for, and then it's like, oh wait, like you're bad whether you want to be or not. It doesn't matter. Like, that's you know, like yeah. And and I I I liked that. I get know? that. I I'm kind of on Brian's side here. Like so, the idea of cults and communes. Like that, yeah. it's the scariest thing I can imagine because it's real. You know, like yeah. you can go online and look at Joe, look at Jonestown. Yeah, you know, you can watch people willingly drink poison because some dude told them to. Right. You know, Jonestown. Uh, uh, David, Car- like the David Koresh. The, is it the Branch Davidians? Like, the, yeah, that, yeah, that Scientology Hellbop. There yeah. was, yeah, there was a Waco joke in this film, and I thought that was actually kind of interesting because yeah. that seemed that seems so long ago. Yeah, it was like ninety four. You know, current, current generation wouldn't For, really use these, that as right. These cultural kids are fodder. Twenty two. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah. Maybe they're twenty five. Because, but I will the, also the, say they're graduate students, sure, so they're going to be a true. little bit better educated. You know, more aware, right? Yeah, presumably than just right. the average twenty five year old. So it's just like like that is terrifying to me because if somebody can, I will also say there was just uh, a mini series. There was yeah. about with, Taylor Kitsch, yeah, star of star Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Is yeah. he? Is he David Koresh? He's yes. He's Gambit. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. John, he's John Carter of Mars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to talk about that. Tim Riggins, <laughs> he is Tim Riggins. Uh, yeah. So the whole opening scene, the whole opening of this movie is uh, you've got Florence Pugh who's trying to respond to an email from her sister, uh, and she's starting to get a little. The email is very ominous, uh, where it's basically like, "I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm going to leave, and I'm, I'm mom and dad are coming with me." Right. Um, and you find out that the sister has this history of kind of like crying wolf over yeah, suicide. She's got attempts. some. She's got some mental stuff going on. Yeah. So she calls the boyfriend, who's very dismissive, and I think the boyfriend's a d bag. But like, I also kind of get it. He because sure, like, yeah. that, that character changes when we get to uh, nerf and flime or whatever it is. Yeah, or. when you you see his bad tendencies a little bit in this early interaction. Where he's yeah he's dismissive and he's just right. like you know I the, but she does this all the time you know she does this yeah, all like the time clearly don't, don't g- been through this fire drill yeah. repeatedly yeah. and he's just like stop getting sucked in right like, like he's like you gotta let it go like yeah. they're they're fine they're fine well turns out they're not fine they're not fine <laughs> they so were she, sleeping what's I don't know what the issue oh, is sleeping forever, forever. yeah, yeah <laughs> there is a there is a weird right, moment right. where I thought like they they do a, th- a scene where like they're panning across. Uh, that like that second floor of the house, and you see them all in bed. And I thought I saw like uh, a picture of either Florence Pugh's character or the sister, like like in a wreath. And I was like, oh Jesus, they're all dead. But then they cut like they cut back, and I I, I took that as like that was uh, Florence Pugh's character's vision. Like this is what's happened. Like they're all dead and right. whatever. So she you automatically get a sense of how she is with this boyfriend where she immediately backtrack. Like as soon as he kind of like, I don't want to say balls up to her, but like uh, exerts his dominance. I yeah, guess she's she like, immediately backtracks and is like, Nope, you're right. You're right. You're right. But like, like I'm in the wrong. The th- so like, yeah, but at the same time, 99% of the time he would be right sure like most times I think when, it, I think that plays that way though. right like most to- like so it's like it's easy to look at him and go oh he's kind of a dickweed but right. like and he is yeah, but like commandeering but it, right. yeah but at the same time it's like you know 99% of the time when you think 
a sibling might have committed suicide and killed your parents right. at the same time. Yeah. You, that's not true. Right? Like, sure. most of the time, you can tell that person, I'm sure it's going to be okay. Right. And it turns out you were correct. And so he like, just happened to be the 0.1% right. where he was wrong. Yes. He bought an unlottery ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so she she hangs up and she kind of just like, she's like, this is, sends another email. And it's like, this is bull. Like, you can't send me this stuff and not answer the phone. As she's hitting send, like, her phone rings and it's an unknown caller. And... I'm trying to think if it cuts it cuts to the house. No, it cuts to her calling like and of course the main character, the boyfriend, all of his buddies are like, dude, just ditch this broad. Yeah, like, they're you've like been trying she, to get out of this forever. She doesn't even have sex with you anymore. Yeah. Like, they've been together, I think, for like three years. Uh they, what four. Is that what okay? Yeah, it, for it, a good be, chunk of time. Especially yeah. for that age. Right. And it's uh, clear that like this thing's circling the drain. Yeah. And he's about to pull the trigger. And she is desperately hanging on yeah to whatever she can so he's calling her back and he was like and like the boyfriend will poulter who was supposed to be pennywise like he was gonna be he was ready to go as pennywise and in, in the carrie fukunawa oh. uh it version gotcha um he's just like he won't even let the boyfriend like get out of this of the of, the, of booth. the booth yeah he's like nope not moving so finally he goes around and like when he answers the phone it is just her wailing and i mean like it's this is a, a little bit of a inside baseball well, i had a friend commit suicide when i was like 14 and uh i remember the sound of her mother like when we were finished with the funeral the casket was closed and they were wheeling her out I, the sound that her mother made was a sound that i've never heard yeah <laughs> and i've since or before until this moment like the sound that florence p was making like triggered something in my brain where i was yeah. like good lord like this is awful the boyfriend goes to the house uh and she is just beside herself as you know makes sense right you know? so we get a little bit of a flash where the the police are going into the house and like the the, the cars are running uh they've got like pipes attached to the exhaust pipes the uh like the doors to the bedroom are taped shut yeah. and so that no nothing can get out the sister with the horrifying scene where the sisters got it like duct taped to her mouth so where like she couldn't get it so like she's just breathing it in yeah uh and it was i mean it's it's ari aster has this i get it's a talent i don't know what else to call it where he gives you he holds on scenes just long enough to make you very uncomfortable and that's what this scene was like Absolutely. where they just kind of like zoom in on the sister and they kind of sit there just like two seconds too long and you're just like ah get out go yeah. somewhere else go 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 um just a gut-wrenching scene it is yeah. all the while you've got florence Pugh. i don't caterwauling isn't the word like it's because yeah, it's dismissive i mean yeah. it's just a guttural wail yeah and she, she's just saying no yeah so, I mean, as the boyfriend, you're like, yeah, you kind of dropped the ball on that one there, buddy. Should've. Yeah, but that's a hard one to see coming. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, like a history of But it's also and- like instantly like, well, you can't break up with her now. <laughs> yeah. You know? No kidding. Like, you now you're trapped, you know? You're- and I think this is where some of my sympathy for the guy comes from it, it, at the outset, because it's like... Like, he doesn't want to be there, and he's just not mature enough to know how to exit right. gracefully, and and so he doesn't understand 
that he's doing more harm than good by not leaving a situation that he doesn't want to be in anymore. And now you can't leave. And now he's trapped, right? Yeah. Now it's like, oh, sorry that you've just lost your <laughs> entire family. But um, let me talk to you about the beauty of Tinder, <laughs> you know, like, but I paid for your first three months on match. Yeah. So right? like I'm going to Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Check you later. Has that ever been presented as a uh, as like a breakup gift? That's <laughs> how my ex-wife did it. Oh, really? Yeah, no, she <laughs> oh, wouldn't give me anything. <laughs> except, that was excommunicable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So then we kind of flash forward. They don't really give you an idea of how long. We flash forward, which I appreciate. I don't need to know. It's like yeah. six months later or whatever. Uh, and we are in the boyfriend's apartment and he cannot. They kind of allude that he cannot figure out his thesis. Like he's trying to get his doctorate and he cannot figure it out. And his buddy. Uh, who is that the guy from the good place? Yes. Okay. That's what does he have a British accent in real life? Is he British on that show? No. Okay. I don't know why I thought that he he was either way. Great show. Oh uh, my god, if you don't watch The Good Place, <laughs> do yourself a favor, read nothing, go to Netflix, binge it right now. Totally worth it. Well, when this episode's done after this, but then, yeah. But then, then go do it. Then go do it. Yeah. You will pause, pause, binge no. it, come back. No, so you no, have proper no, reference. No. no? Okay. What's that, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I asked them to come back. Yeah. Yeah, but then they may not. <laughs> Start binge watching and they forget the episode yeah. exists. It's too good. It's way better than we are. <laughs> Don't send them to something better, which means don't send them to anything. Yeah, we we have a very small window. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the they're kind of just giving him the guff. We're just like, just get it together, just do whatever. Uh, is her name Danielle? Either way, the the girl like Danny, they Danny, call her Danny, Danny yeah. is coming up to the, like in to the apartment to talk, and he's like, "Look, I'm going to tell you right now, I asked her to come to Sweden with us. She's not coming." But she said I, yes, but she's not coming. Which I was right. just like, "What are you doing? What do you yeah. mean? What do you mean she's not coming?" Like, but then but it's like he's guilted into it. Like he feels like he's obligated. Like, hey, why don't you come with us? Yeah, and and but he's like, oh, but there's no way she's too too chicken. She's not gonna upset her world to do that. And I feel too like it kind of goes back to like you know when he's dismissive of the sisters. Yeah, you know outburst. That, he knows that he argue, knows the personality. Yeah. He knows how she acts and how she reacts and it, what she follows throughs on follows yeah. through on and that, whatnot. That argument they have where <sighs> she has discovered that he's going to go to Sweden and he had never told her. Oh my, and like that's where he's being a, just a giant puss. Yeah, like, there, there's a scene prior. Yeah, where they're at this party and the the buddies are all standing around. And the dude from Sweden's like, "Oh, we can't wait for you guys to come, and it's going to be so much fun." And the look on her face where she's like, "Sorry, what?" Yeah, and he was just like, and he kind of like he's doing like a side eye. Yeah, like he won't look at her because he's a pussy, right? Uh, but he's doing like a side eye, like, uh, "Oh, this is going to end poorly. This is not going to go well." Yeah, they get back home, and this is the scene. Where he's gaslighting her. Yeah, and she's trying to be reasonable. She's like, absolutely she's trying like, to be reasonable. Look, I understand that, you know, but like, you know, and he's like, oh, I thought I told you. And, it, you know, right. like, we talked about. No. And she's didn't. like, you said you wanted to go, not that you were going. And right. He's like, well, you blah, blah, blah. And he starts blaming her for stuff. And then immediately she goes to like, oh, okay, yep, nope, totally, you're right, I'm wrong, like, let's just, can you just sit down with I me? I think the best line of the whole movie is in this scene is where, when she's like, you didn't even apologize, and he's like, well, I said sorry, and she's like, no, you said sorry, like, too bad, right? not sorry. <laughs> that's like, a, that a great line. Like, oh, my God, like, I have had this fight. I have had this fight. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, And that's the thing is, like, sometimes in horror flicks, the characters become 
just faces right you know they don't have any personality they're not they're, there's nothing to them where everybody in this see i don't agree with that i think these two but once you start getting to the Oh, I liked the them. other ones not so much. Well, yeah, Will Poulter. He's definitely a face. You know, By he absolutely it, is a face. Well, that's they all very have true. faces. I'm not <laughs> arguing that. Yeah, well, Will Poulter loses his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoilers. But like even the, 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 the black dude. Is that in case they're watching the movie right now? Yeah, right, right. Well, watch along. Uh, the black dude has a personality where like... And, and, and probably a name. I don't remember his name, though. I don't remember any of their names. I barely... Like, I just remember the one actress. Uh... So isn't it her boyfriend? Is it he Jack plays Parsons? Josh. 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 Okay. And he's yeah. William Jackson Harper from the Good Place. From the Good. From the what's good her place. boyfriend's name? Is it uh, Jack? Jack Raynor. Raynor. That's, that's right. his. That's, that's the. Right. That's character? his real name. No, that's what? his real name. Christian Hughes. Oh, okay. Okay. Not Seth Rogen's brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christian. That's right. That's but right. it is. Right. So yeah. So like. But even that character, you they develop that character throughout the movie a little. But I feel like his character development is more in relation. To Jacks, and that he's mad because Jack's Resentment trying to steal retaliation, his, trying yeah. to steal his thesis because he's a scumbag. Because yeah, he's being a dick. Yeah, but, but like I don't necessarily know anything about that character other That's than fair. he's mad at Jack or Christian right. for trying to steal his thesis, steal his stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So then they have this. You know, he obviously knows that Je- he being a Christian pronouns pal. Um. So they decide. You know, she comes up to. The, the the apartment and kind of <laughs> uh, you just get used to that uh, goes up to the apartment and like he has such an interesting way of shooting things where it's just a stationary camera like behind a couch so you've got all of your characters in in view and they kind of come in and leave uh, almost like a stage play where they go off stage and they come back and they j- kind of just turn the camera to like the hallway like the main entrance so you you've kind of just got an i you, you you're i don't want to say it's like claustrophobic but it is very small feeling right so they she kind of you know says that you know we're gonna i'm gonna go and of course uh this is the scene where christian and uh, will poulter's character kind of like go off and you start to you start to see, I don't want to say the cracks in this plan, but you start to see that there might be something between the Swedish guy and Danny. There's something there well, where like interest on his part, at least. Right? Yes. Where he's like, I'm so happy you're coming. Like you're, this is going to yeah, be he's great. super flirty and like, but like supportive and caring. Right. You know, he, he tries to talk Despicable. about despicable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it always feels a little sleazy. It always, right. yes, yeah, because exactly. it is. Because it is. Uh, but then he tries to like. <laughs> but this is what cults do. Uh-huh. Right? It's called love bombing, uh-huh. and like they just bombard you with positivity and family and togetherness. And, and then at some point they take it away, and it's like you have to do what we want you to do, and then we'll give this all back to you. Right. And so like that, like that's immediately with this guy, you're like very calculated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a bad idea. I mean, first off, and I don't want to sound racist. <laughs> But he's a Swede, <laughs> right? So, like, right there, you know, the effing Swedes, I'm man. Telling you, okay. I mean, it's always the Swedes <laughs> getting cut off Neutral. in traffic. <laughs> it's always making, a Swede making making uh, furniture that I can't figure out how to put together. Effing yeah. Swedes, man. Uh, so he tries to like get on her level, where he's just like, "I lost my parents," and immediately she goes into full panic attack mode. And again. 
Florence Pugh, if you've never had one, this is I've what they... have never had a Florence Pugh. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is what they feel like. Like, she, her hands are, are clenched and she can't breathe. Uh, and she just, you know, she's having this massive freak out moment. And then they cut to her. Could you imagine having one of those inside, like, a airplane restroom? Like if you are, if you're already feeling like tight and confined, let's go to the smallest place yeah. you've ever been in your life uh, and have one in there. So she goes back and everything is kind of chill. And they, I love this transition though. They do this a great, couple times. They do it a couple times where there's yeah. just a sudden transition and it's a totally different location, time, right? Like you just, it's just, they it, do it after the after they drop acid. Yeah, they do it then too, um, and they do it after her family dies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, so it's like it they kind of back to that party. You're yeah. Right. Um, so they they land and he, the boyfriend is definitely like going through the motions. Like he's not attentive and he's not really loving, but he is kind of like reaching out to hold her hand or something small like that. But at the same time, there's nothing behind it. You know what I mean? Like you're just right. you're just doing it because you feel like it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the scene. This is the scene where it I knew I was I personally was in trouble because it's this they're in this van and the way he shoots this scene is the van is cruising down this road and he's Christian's or uh, the the Swedish dude is just kind of explaining what this is going to be and all of a sudden the entire frame starts to flip it's a good shot it's a great shot but it's it to me for me it was so disorienting yeah that that set the tone for Everything that was coming later. Oh, yes. So I was already like, not sick, not motion sick, but definitely disoriented. It also establishes that it's in the same universe as Stranger Things, which I thought was <laughs> the upside down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, what was the uh, Chris Nolan movie that had the whole thing flip on top of itself? The Inception. Inception. Yeah, yeah the whole thing. I was thinking more Aronofsky's uh, The Fountain. He used that shot. Did he? With Where the, the whole thing turns up the horizon. Yeah. But it like it, it's so slow in this one, and not in a bad way. But like it's just a progression. And by the time it gets all the way upside down, I was like, I don't like how this is making me feel. Like I'm disoriented, and I don't like because they don't cut away. Like everything's yeah. still moving at the same speed that it was, but now it's just upside down. Uh, so they go to the commune, uh, and immediately I'm like, no. Nope, get me out of here right now. I don't like anything about this because they're having these interactions. You've got all of these different uh, people who are acting weird. <laughs> but again, they're like very open and welcoming. Yes, and lots I mean, of hugs. Lots and, of love bombing. Yes, exactly. Um, so they they advise them. They're like, look, we're going to drop acid. Like we're here. Oh, no, it's mushrooms. So they, they meet like Christian or the, the Swedish dude's brother and then the two Brits that he brings with them. And as soon as I see the other Brits and I was like, well, I think I know what's going to happen to all of these outsiders. Like, I have no yeah. doubt that this is not going to end well for anybody. Um, so they, they all. And again, this is where Jack. I'm sorry. Christian is is gaslighting her the entire time where she's like, I don't like really want to do this. Like I'm still trying to get my footing and he's just, he kind of says the, the will Poulter is kind of busting his balls where he's like, come on, dude, like we all got to do this at the same time where we're all going to experience different things. And she's like, no, like you go ahead. And he's like, no, it's fine. I'll wait for you. 
And then, of course, Will Poulter's like, what? Are we all waiting? What are we doing? So, like, they're I pressuring like, her. As much like this guy does such a good job. Will Poulter? Of, no. Uh, oh. Chris, the guy who plays Chris. Yeah. Of just being a douche. And <laughs> all the time. But, like, he plays it so well. And in that, like, he's he's doing the right thing, right? He's performing the right actions, but he so clearly doesn't want to. Right. And he just, and he conveys that. And that's, I feel like that's a difficult thing to convey from an acting standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like, I'm doing this thing that I don't really want to do. And, and you, and so I need the audience to know that I don't really want to do this, but then it's so easy to oversell that. And she plays into that. Right. And so like, so on paper, he's doing the right thing, right? He's like, oh, no, I won't do it either then. Right. And then they're like, but we want to be in sync, and we want to all take this ride together. I've never done that sort of stuff, so <laughs> I don't know. It sounds dumb to me, but whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, and so he's saying the right things in terms of being a good boyfriend, but he's so callous. doesn't want yeah. to. He's so yeah. full of it. And and so there's this this awkward dance. Like, there's this, they're always on eggshells with each other. They're never... You never once see these two be comfortable together. No. And when they've been together that long and they can't be comfortable together. You got problems. Yeah, you got problems. Right. And also, if you are that age and you feel like you're in the situation, it's not going to get better. Get out. Get out. <laughs> it's like, going to suck. Rip the bandit off. Get out. <laughs> you're not going to fix that. Like it's this has sh- been relationship corner. You shouldn't have to work that hard to fix something when you're that young. Correct. Right. Like, yeah. You're, you're that young. Right. So you go scoot. That's what being young is for. <laughs> Thank you. We'll meet in a few years and we will have fond memories of each other. But otherwise, let's not. Let's pull the plug. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they they trip. They start tripping. Uh, and I like the entire time. So, yeah, she relents. She does relent. She and relents. She, she's and like, fine. Yeah. In what I don't want to say an abusive relationship, but in that codependent right. relationship where she's like, no, no, no. Fine, fine, fine. Like, I'll yeah. do whatever you want. Just please don't leave. Uh, and apparently this is in a response to an awful breakup breakup that Ari Aster went through. Yeah. But like, he's the the female in the movie. Yes. He gender flipped it, which I think was smart. Like yeah. I think if if these characters' genders had been reversed, it would not. It would have, I think, played very misogynistic. Probably. That's very true. You know? Yeah. And so by you mean fl- like if she was the she was the if he was kind of the put upon one, he would like I think a guy in a movie like this, he would look like a needy bitch, right? And she would just look like a bitch, right? 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 And and, and it would it would add a layer of gender dynamics that I uh, to the story that I that I don't think he wanted or was trying to tell. Like that's not the story he's here to tell. Yeah. And if they had if they had. If he had not flipped those genders, I think we would have been talking a lot about, especially with how it ends. Sure. About, you know, you know, guys and jealousy and stalkers and domestic. That's very true. That's very true. And and that's not the story he wanted to tell. No. So he also did say that he's like, I'm I'm better now. (laughs) Good. Thank God. I'm glad to hear that. After these last two movies, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, the next one's a musical. So I think he's doing much better. Uh, Just really? No, Uh, I'm totally making things up. Sorry. mm. (laughs) Brian was so excited. He was was like, that could be fun. A a guy in a dancing bear suit. That sounds fantastic. Uh, Who doesn't like a dancing bear? Just don't look. Just don't look. (laughs) (laughs) That's two well done Simpsons Treehouse of Horror references. That's pretty good. Uh, so so yeah so they she starts 
uh, having her trip and like the grass is growing into her feet. Now, the entire time they're doing this, he does a special effect where like the grass is moving unnaturally right. or the tree is moving unnaturally. Uh, and He's that, really good with those Snapchat filters. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. And like that's a thing that continues throughout this movie because there's a lot of acid and uh, peyote well, and just like all kinds of Well, you start to realize they're, once they kind of start they're this trip, them. they're never not on it. Right. Whether they realize it or not, yeah. they're never not on it. They're constantly yeah. like giving yeah, them. If it's the food they're drinking or the, or the food they're eating or whatever they're drinking, yeah, it's something's con- laced yeah. with and it. You, there were moments where you would see that effect and it would be very subtle. Yeah. Right. But, but it would there. be there. Yeah. And that's I think that's kind of smart. Like you they don't hammer it. They don't say that they're like, Oh, they're freaking out, man. But right. like they are slowly getting dosed randomly throughout. And my guess is that it's probably a low dosage. Like you can't just be I think if you know, if you're constantly tri- tripping balls, you're gonna know. <laughs> I think it's just enough to keep them off kilter. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, totally. Like I think it's just it's just like this kind of like Low buzz. It's like right. you know. It's like tinnitus, but for LSD. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so they're kind of introducing them, and then to everything that's going on. You know, the tomorrow will start the the fest of the summer fest. But you know, yeah, I think Fog Hat's playing. It's oh, be a fantastic! Blast, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. The fest is back. It's very yeah. exciting. <laughs> uh, and throughout, like as we're going around, like uh, there's like things happening in the background that draws your attention away you know like you've got uh, like people running around in a circle or uh these i think there was like four or five women that were just singing randomly standing by themselves just singing it's something yeah you know so like there's all of this stuff they too are tripping balls Some, something exactly. something by or the beatles ovaries. probably yeah yeah or ovaries or that's ovaries. True. Yeah. yeah yeah um so you're never able to get as the viewer you're never able to get your footing uh, in this place because there's always something going on. You've got that weird special effect that happens uh, on occasion. So you just, you don't really know what is happening. And there is this underlying sense of dread where it's like, you know, something's coming. I, I will say, even though like the ending didn't entirely work for me for this movie, I won't say it didn't work, but I don't feel like he stuck the landing the way he did with hereditary. Sure. Um, but like the, the, the creepiness and the sense of dread he creates in full yeah. daylight. And it's not, oh, for because sure. part of it is, you know, like the sun never sets where they're at, right. like at midnight sun. And, and so it's all, I mean, there's only one scene in this movie that takes place in the dark mm-hmm. and it's a dream. Right. And, and, uh, it just, this, the sense of, of creepiness and dread that, again, broad daylight is, it's hard. Yeah. It's not I mean, an easy thing to do. Yeah. From just a filmmaker standpoint, it's just kind of a fun exercise. Hey, let's make a horror movie, but leave all the lights on. <laughs> right. Like, that's, you know. And it's not lights out where just like we turn them on. There's something creepy in there. As soon right. As we turn the lights yeah. On. He, he never uses darkness to scare you. Even right. in that in the scene where it is dark, I don't really remember it being scary. There's a jump scare where she goes into the outhouse. Okay. And like you see, I think she uh, something. In it's her there. sister. It's yeah. her sister with like the thing attached to her face. Right. Okay. And like that's a jump scare, but it's a really subtle like Jesus and then it goes away. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. they don't linger on it. It's it's part of the the trip that she's going through where she does kind of start to relive uh the accident with her not the, the trip accident. coupled with the grief. Yes, exactly. Um and this is an interesting movie in that it how she deals with uh an unhealthy relationship, the grief she's suffering, like 
And this is also a time when people are very ripe to get drawn into cults, right? Like oh, she, sure. She has lost her compass. I mean, you know, her family's completely gone. Right. She feels like she has nothing. Right. And she's got this boyfriend that she's clinging to and that he's slipping away. Yeah. And then she's got this other group that is seemingly welcoming her. Like that's, I mean, that's a how, lot like very much welcoming her. Yeah, that's how they get you. They like to target people who are in transition. Right. That's why you see them on college campuses. It's why you see them at airports. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, that that's when you're at that. You're more apt to make a choice like that. Right. And it's like that's that's what scares me the most is because they for yourself for myself most. I'm very susceptible to. <laughs> Uh, But no like you know like I've talked about Jonestown where it's just like you're Watching people Willingly feed A child poison Yeah because they think it's the right own Their own children I mean Scientology is the Biggest cult of them all I'm I'm gonna get shot on the way home get a sued Yeah Yeah, right Uh, and but Like people just double down On it and people believe in it because they have nothing Else to believe in and they give them this Sense of like you said, love and family and togetherness. Right. And Flor- and Danny's character is on the verge of a break. Like she's and yeah. she uh, I'm going to tell you right, she breaks. Like the they they push her to a point where she breaks uh the end of this movie. That's one thing yeah. to call it. Every every little thing people said to her put her one step closer to the edge. Right. Yeah. She's right there. And like she broke biscuit. <laughs> I was thinking more Lincoln Park, but okay. Uh, but like, I'm a little bit more white trash than you are. Though, so that the uh, the end of this movie is very similar to Psycho. I thought I I actually just rewatched the 1960 Psycho uh, in that last scene where uh, Norman 100 percent less butthole. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on depending on whose butthole. Yeah, it was Anna Hayes' butthole. Uh, so. <laughs> you uh at the end of that movie is Norman Bates is sitting in a cell and he's blank stare, nothing nothing there. Yeah. And then a little fly like crawls out of his hand and I think you might hear mother's voice and he smiles and it's very unnerving. The end of this movie is almost identical. Yeah. Where all hell has broken loose, Florence Pugh's face is blank and then she progressively starts to smile and it's like, well, She's in yeah like that that she's part of this thing now and uh, so leading up to that there they shown like they sleep in a barn basically it's a big commune where there's no there's just beds lined up like in this barn they've got pictures of the every May Queen who is like the the center of this festival uh, and there's like a competition to get to that point um, but as as we're progressing like the uh, Josh, the Josh character, is very like this is what he's doing his thesis on. He wants to do it on uh, cultures that have not been indoctrinated into like Western culture, like and, and these these midsummer festivals, yeah, and, all yeah. like the pagan rituals and all that stuff. He's very interested in all of that. Um, and this is just one stop on his. Yeah, he has multiple stops. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the Christian Europe, says he's not going. Like, he's not going to make it. Nope, just. But uh, no, he's not. <laughs> but then Christian decides he wants to do it just on it. But but this is after, yeah. So but like, there's no like he Christian never gives any indication that he gives a crap about any of this, right? Stuff. And then yeah. all of a sudden, uh, he well, is. Well, it's after the the seventy two year old. Is that what it is? Yes, okay. that's what okay. gets him on board. On board. So they have this meeting, like it's dinner and everything. It's so interesting because they would do things where. 
your outsiders would make a certain move or would like turn towards like somebody talking, but all of the people who are part of this cult or commune don't move. So like you're, you've got like these, you know, everybody's wearing white frocks basically, except for our main characters who are dressed in modern day Western clothes, jeans, t-shirts, tennis shoes, things like that, where these other folks are not dressed that way. So you've already got this look of, uh, division between everybody and then they you know do things like that um so they basically say you see these two people sitting at the top of the table and they explain they're like look our culture is like once you reach 72 he he was like oh it's like he's like each section of it's life like a class is divided into what 18 years and right. it's like yeah. one yeah. 18 year child and then 18 you know and then he's like and then the one i forget maybe it was christian he's like so what happens when you're 72 and he like just he makes goes, a slashy <laughs> motion across his neck like and, and everybody kind of laughs and he like but he also kind of has a smirk so you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh oh we're we're doing that yeah. then so like we get to the next day and they're having dinner and then all of a sudden these two elders kind of stand up at the end of the table and they have uh, they have this like dining ceremony, and where like they're talking to each other, yeah. And, but like nobody eats until they eat. Like right. clearly, they control when things begin and end. Yes, and then they take them out to this like cliff. Yeah, and, and they they kind of like they have these ruins that have like these Gaelic letters, and uh, they put you know they cut their hands open and they do like this process where they put their own blood on these ruins, and then this woman steps to the cliff, and immediately I was like, okay, like I I think I see where this is gonna go. I get it. But I didn't get what we were going to see. Yeah. Uh, so she jumps off the cliff and they kind of. Well, she like makes eye contact with Danny. Yeah. And holds it for a while. A little again, just long enough. Yeah. To be super uncomfortable. Uh, she jumps off the cliff and then falls face first into a rock. And they do not. Pull and away. they do not pull away. Yeah. So like she the 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 dummy that they use like bounces off the rock no that was a real one oh, man. yeah that was, that's it was their last de- role dedication yeah that's big time uh and then like everybody freaks out they cast an actress who had terminal cancer <laughs> yeah well, well <laughs> so they were like we were just <laughs> gonna yeah. die anyway nah. just just do it just do it so everybody starts freaking out the two brits who are part of this thing are losing their minds um and then, but like, and they're like, wait, we got one more. Yeah, but, but like, even Christian and you thought that was fun. And Danny and Josh don't freak out as hard as the two Brits that they brought. Yeah, like they're just. More, I think they're probably more in shock. And, and I feel like this is a test. Yeah, who's already taken the first step down this road? Guess what? Okay, you two, yeah. are gonna die first. You're gonna get out of here. Yeah. Um. So then they cut back to this woman's face, and like. I'm a makeup guy, so I'm always a fan of like when they do like gross makeup and her face is just caved in, yeah. like from bouncing off the rock. So the old man steps up. How's the rock doing? Uh, the rock's all right. Okay, yeah, he's fine. He was nearly casting the eighteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know that? What's that? <laughs> he was almost casting the eighteen as B. A. Baracus. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the old man steps up, and immediately like a same deal. But he goes feet first and I'm like what are you doing yeah, like what <laughs> this is not have you not watched other people do this like, I feel like you've seen people do this yeah uh, well so, maybe he has watched that and he's like well here's my my shot at survival I want to make it unique well yeah. there is no shot at survival <laughs> evidently yeah so he jump and he goes and again they don't cut away like he just crumples so they cut back to our main characters and I was just like well 
Maybe they won't show it, but I've seen Hereditary, so I know that this guy will show anything. Like he doesn't have a problem with it. So he. I thought this point was really weird because the uh, Christian, I guess, he's like, you know what my favorite TV show was as a kid, and and Danny Continue. was like, yes, of course, Sledgehammer, and then <laughs> they come out <laughs> to the old man, yeah, with playing the Sledgehammer theme, yeah, playing yeah, the Peter right? Gabriel, yeah, song. Peter Gabriel song. Uh, so the guy Thor walks out with this giant mallet <laughs> and just bludgeons this dude to death, like bludgeons his face. Uh, and then they he there's like three people around, three people of this cult, and they all just take a turn smashing this guy's face in. And even like at this point, I'm just like, you, everybody needs to go. Like you don't want to be a part of this. But then like the head of this little commune comes up and says, look. I'm sorry that they didn't explain to you like this is why they're they're old to the, they're not old they're not so old that they're sick and can't move but they're old enough to know that their life has come to an end right like they do this willingly like this is our culture like once you reach a certain age why would you want to be put you know why would you want to live that long and not be happy with your life like your your knees are destroyed or your you've got illness and all this other stuff when your body starts to break down. And I'm sitting there. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like well, until I hear it's your, your, until it's yeah. your turn to jump off the rock. If you're indoctrinated yep. in that society, you don't know. You know what I mean? Like you're just, right. it's your time. Like it's your time to go, and you accept that. And it looks like they both accepted it. You know? Yeah. I mean, they they did do it willingly. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's the thing with when you're in a cult like that, though, right? Like what's you know, what's it's will and it's, what's not. Yeah. At some point, you know. But that's also. And this is the argument that the cult members would make that who's to decide like, right, we all make those choices. And they even say that in the movie that like, well, we, you know, we put people in old folks yeah. home and they sit there in their own drool that's and what, we don't take very good care of Christian them. saying that. Yeah. And like, are we any better? Like, it's just what it's just the devil, you know, right. You know, and it's an interesting point. You yeah. know, like it's like, yeah, that is you can't really in, invoke your beliefs on this cult. No, you can. I mean, you can, but what good? No, is, you can. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. No, like when we see where this is going. <laughs> oh, no, sure, sure. You yeah, right, right. Yeah. Can well, even at this point, no, that's crazy. But yeah. like, but but that's also kind of that weird moral relativism that you got to watch out for. Like when people are like, "Well, there are no absolutes," and like, "Well, to a point," but, <laughs> but there are things when like when, uh, when it's like, "Well, you're perfectly healthy, but still throw yourself off this cliff for the greater good." No, no, that's <laughs> that's that's a, not that's gonna too, go ahead and move that bridge the, too far to the no column. Yeah, from, right, like, right. Moral absolutes, like, yeah, that's that's you know, but that is kind of the game people play with themselves, not just in cults, but in you know, in in life, life in general. Yeah. You know? So this is where Christian completely turns, in my opinion. This is this is the the yes. the, the official heel turn. Now he's for Christian fascinated. Yes, and, and there's he, also a redhead who keeps <laughs> feeding him pubes, giving him the come hither, <laughs> yeah. right, and feeding him the pubes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the old love muffin kick. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. So they. The, this is the interaction between Christian and Josh, where Josh is like quickly trying to gather as much information. Uh, and he's being respectful like he goes and talks to uh the main guy and he's like you know he's asking questions and he's like and he even prefaces he's like i don't mean to be disrespectful i'm just trying to learn yeah and you know he's um so christian kind of confronts him and is like look man i'm gonna do my thesis here and josh is like you piece of crap right. like and you right know. So. absolutely and i love that he josh or the christian is just kind of going well we can collaborate and yeah. the guy's like, oh, oh how kind yeah, of you. Yeah. Oh, screw. Like, get out of here. Um, 
so so Josh is given access to look at these books, and we find out that there is an oracle that is a that is a product of inbreeding inside. And they even say like Josh is like, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but if you're all right, like, like well, how do you create life? There's like, not that many people here. Right, where are the more people coming from? Right, and he, the guy kind of says, well, they bring people from the outside, and that's how kind of that happens. And I was like, okay, so now I know what Danny's role is supposed to be. While the Swedish dude is trying to like woo her, I t- interpret it as like twofold. They want to bring these new people in, but also they've got men for the women and women for the men, so that the inbreeding doesn't yeah. happen. But it does happen. Like this oracle, well, there's like they, a select group that they yes. sort of designate. Like to that's where the oracle come from. This, yeah. yeah, this this perfect bloodline or this untainted bloodline. And right. The I mean, because you see this guy that's very deformed, very and, deformed, and like. I, I don't even know what it would be, but like just inbreeding. But I guess. clearly the pro or I mean, clearly I don't know what, it, but <laughs> but is the product of inbreeding. Yes, yes. And, but he is like the, the voice of God, basically. Yeah, the, and they believe the things that he says because in their mind, well, he's untainted by worldliness, right? Because of his lesser mental. And this facilities. is just another one of those things where it's just unsettling. Yeah, and and you know, like they do that on purpose, where he is just unsettling to look at. Uh, and it's great makeup. I there. I think Fangoria just did like a, a little write up on the That's makeup. Still around? Well, sort of web only. No, it's oh. they. They do like special bi monthly. Oh, gotcha. Issues. Um, it just came back. Yeah, like just recently. Ah. But they do like a little write up in about this the makeup of this movie. It probably got hard because Fangoria every article was like. CGI. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's I guess that's the advantage of like the, this reinvention of horror. Yeah, is there's there's new stuff out there now. Um, so yeah, so the the basically this guy is like just putting like paint in a book. Yeah, and they're the the elder is supposed to interpret what that means, and they're just volumes and tombs of these books. And Josh is like, can I can I take pictures of this? And the the look on this dude's face is like. Absolutely, what are you insane? Like absolutely not. Yeah, uh, and, and it's funny because this is where the veneer kind of drops, right? Because yeah. it's like now he's mad, he's and you mad. haven't really up till now when you've said something that kind of breaches their cultural norms. They've been understanding. Yes, right. They're like, oh no, no, that's not how we do things here. Right now, now you've crossed the line. They're mad. Right. Um, so while this is all going on, they have burnt the bodies. Of the two elders that jumped off the thing, and it's a big ceremony where they bury, they they kind of put their ashes around this uh, tree that looks like it's already fallen over. Uh, so Will Poulter, in his infinite wisdom, takes a piss on the tree, and this dude, there's another dude that like loses his mind. Yeah, and is very rarely do they use subtitles in this movie, right? Uh, Which also adds to the the you don't know what the hell's the going feeling on. of of discombobulation, right? Uh, and like it's bad like people the the Swedish dude who is the the friend of the Americans realizes what has happened and they're trying to get Will Poulter out of there and Will Poulter is completely clueless yeah. as to what he has done he's like I've just taken a leak and he was like yeah but like you just peed on all of our ancestors he was like yeah but it's a tree and it's like oh this is not going to end well <laughs> yeah for you at all. So they go, you know, the entire time Danny is kind of uh, on her own. Like she's kind of just doing her own thing. And they, this is definitely her movie, but she does kind of take a back seat for good chunks of it. Yeah. yeah. Where you focus on the other characters and when they're going to bed, like he, she's asking Josh for a sleeping pill. But the entire time there is this baby 
that is incessantly crying and all three of us are fathers we've heard that where you just can't get that kid to chill out so like that sound much like the the wailing that danny does early in the movie is just so unsettling because it won't stop yeah (laughs) it doesn't and how these people are sleeping is beyond me i couldn't figure it out um so josh kind of sneaks out one night oh so they go to dinner uh and there's this there is this woman that keeps eyeballing will poulter and he's just like yeah it's all right let's so she walks up to him after the peeing incident and she's like hey follow me and he was like okie dokie and i was like nope that's well, the it's end funny of Will like, in this scene there were two sets of like uh, you know where eye, the redhead is also eye, eye movement back and forth like uh, eyeing back and forth yeah. on Will Poulter it's the girl oh that's who right him away but that's also the guy who was infuriated yes earlier with the tree incident yeah and I do like that he's like that guy's gonna kill me isn't he yeah like right? he's yeah. like the entire yes. time yes yes he, he is he is going to skin you alive Will Poulter <laughs> but you might get to put a baby in somebody first I don't know about yeah, I don't that. know if he got that far doubtful either. yeah uh maybe at least some hand stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like trying to fight the knife off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Those holes in your palms will come in handy. <laughs> so uh, he kind of disappears for the rest. And somebody does say something. We're just like, hey, have you seen whatever his name is? And they're like, ah, he's probably still off with that girl. He's like, oh, it's Danny. Which she's like, I don't know. Like, that was, was a long time yeah. ago. So, he, doesn't got, he doesn't got that kind of stamina. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, it's funny when you look at him, you're like, I could have seen him as Pennywise. Like, that could have worked given how creepy you know but granted you've got what's his name scars guard who came back and did it and was yeah like, oh no that was way better he's good yeah um so uh okay so we flash forward a little bit it's night they're sleeping we see that josh is sleeping with his shoes on and i was like either that means that josh is gonna bolt or something else is gonna happen so he goes in to like the the church i guess is basically what it is and he starts taking pictures of uh the book which is a you know there's a two-way glass mirror there i'm like what are you doing right like do you not know how those things work you never done a marketing study (laughs) (laughs) so he hears the door open behind him and he turns around and there is what you think is will poulter and he's just like oh man like where have you mitch maybe i don't know like where have you been and then he gets clocked in the back of the head and that silhouette starts to walk towards him and it's will it's a will poulter suit it's yeah. somebody wearing will poulter's skin about this part yeah wearing, was, wearing his face and wearing his crotch oh, i thought it was his whole thing was it an old i old thought body? so oh, okay but yeah like it, there's some male nudity in this movie just you just, know just a bit yeah uh so now we've lost our two other friends now after we should say after the incident of the people jumping off the thing the the brits are like we're out of here so um the guy leaves the guy will disappears. disappears and then the gal come is like got she's got all her stuff they're getting ready to leave and they're like oh he left without you and she's just like what like he like wouldn't, he wouldn't do that he wouldn't do why would he leave me behind there's only room in one truck and then you see the truck later and you're just yeah. like well there's definitely i've room. never seen a truck that can only seat one person yeah to, oh, a, a driver and a passenger yeah that's it put me in the bed of the truck <laughs> just get me <laughs> get the me, hell out of get here. me out of here <laughs> think my odds are better in the bed of your truck <laughs> than, than where i am here uh yeah so that that character disappears and then later at dinner the scene where will poulter gets pulled away uh the other girl is gone and then immediately somebody in the cult's like oh no i'll tell you exactly where she is and i was like why would we trust anybody 
in this place to tell me anything. And they're basically saying that, like, oh, we took her to the train station, and they're they're good to go. I thought that was an interesting edit, too, where there were three quick cuts of the scream of for the, the girl. Okay. Um, the fiance. Oh, um, sure. Where she, you know, at, at, at a certain point, you're like, all right, something's definitely happen- happened yes. to her. Yeah. And then you get three different reactions from the other main cast. We're like um, when that scream occurs. Oh, you're right. That's a, I didn't even think about that. You're yeah. right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so yeah. So now basically all hell is breaking loose without us knowing. We yeah. know, but we haven't seen anything. Right. Except for the Will Poulter suit. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to w- the the elders. Kind of come to Danny and Christian. They're like, "Look, somebody took a book from this place." We're going to leave the, the the chapel unattended. It just needs to go back. And then they call Danny and uh, Christian over and they're like, uh, where's your buddy? Like, it's kind of interesting that both of your friends are now gone. And now we've got this book missing. And this is where Christian goes full heel. And he's just like, nope, we don't associate with people like that. I can't believe that he would do that. Yeah. And the look on her face where she's like, you piece of scum. Like, what are you doing? Uh, so Danny is kind of taken and put into like the May Queen. Uh, she starts kind of hanging out with the women more, right? Yeah, and she's kind of put into the May Queen competition. She's making mud pies and pew pies. Pew pies. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, so and then Christian kind of goes and has to talk to well, the mud big- pies are just pew pies, but they're coming from back. <laughs> oh, so gross. A different variety. Yeah. Uh, has to has a, has to have a sit down with like the I boss. Hope the lady. director of this film listens to this one day. Ari Aster's gonna, he's he's gonna, gonna be like he's gonna try to call so, in. I worked so hard on this film. <laughs> and and it's like not a, even that you guys don't like it, but why are you why are you <laughs> like this? What is wrong with you people? You're like Mr. Aster, if you'd like to go back to listen to the last two hundred episodes, yeah. you'll see where we're coming from uh, kind of i do shtick. believe it's 490 previous episodes well i mean i don't want to go all the way back that's a lot yeah, of, i think don't listen to work. those don't listen to those he, first he just wants to make sure that he doesn't listen to man of steel yeah because <laughs> he loved man of steel when it came out i'm not the only one at this table who likes it yeah two-thirds of that movie is pretty thank good. you very much <laughs> uh so yeah so she gets kind of entered into the competition uh and will uh, uh, Christian has to go talk to like the big lady like the lady in charge yes and she's like you've been chosen for reproduction with this girl and he was like can I can I think about it and then of course he walks outside and he's kind of just like I'm trying to, he does he's go into the, like the chicken that's he gets he, yeah dosed. that's when he goes does he get dosed right. and then he, he but I think that already happened right what he was drinking because his drink was a different color from everybody yeah, else dosed him at dinner or yeah. lunch or whatever who knows what meal they're having because it's always bright <laughs> yeah and uh um also Swedes you know <laughs> but there was that they, who knows there's, what there's they a, think is breakfast there is an insanely good shot of where of like so he comes up across the glasses on the table and all of them look like lemonade except for Christians and I was like why how do you not notice right. that yours is a different color of pink than everybody else's yellow drink? You get, yeah, well, yeah. I was like, they put period blood in his drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even, like, there are scenes nah. like on the tapestry where it's like, yeah, no, totally. You know, the like, tapestry they, they have that. And I was like, yeah. that's what the, I have to believe. That's what they did. Um, well, and you know, mescaline or something. You know, like <laughs> Musinex, DM, DMT or <laughs> yeah. something. I don't right? Know. Yeah, exactly. You know, something crazy in there. So he he goes into like the chicken coop. And he looks up, and there's the British dude 
like splayed out. And I don't mean that jokingly. Like he's strung up. I think he's alive. He's st- yeah, he's still breathing because like, his lungs are moving. So I was like, I was expecting this is a good scene where like Christian's kind of up underneath him, like looking up at him. And I half expected him to open his eyes or say something, but they don't do that. And then as Christian stands up, this dude blows pixie dust into his face. And now he's he's off the rails like he's you can't get it together. Yeah. Uh, And they are indoctrinating. uh, Danny. Like the 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 women are surrounding Does her. Does that part happen before the sex he, scene? He walks. Yes. Okay. Them doing the May the May Queen. Well, the I thought that was happening at the same time as the sex scene. I mean, him getting the dust blown in his face and seeing the guy. No, the sex scene happens when they when she is coronated and they right. go to bury the meat. Okay. And then then the sex scene happens because they come back. Okay. And they can hear the women. It's been like almost three okay. weeks. Since oh, I've seen okay. The okay. Movie, so so yeah. So she wins the competition purely by accident. Or not by accident. Yeah, I'm thinking like not. It's, it's on purpose. Yeah. They want her to win. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah, right. So they select her. And this is where it's interesting because the roles kind of get when reversed. She's also tripping. Like, everybody oh, in this yeah. contest is is drinking God knows what. Yeah. And they do these weird little things where they, like, they put their, like, cups into each other's shoulders. And they, like, blow into each other's mouths. Yeah. It was just weird, you know? Like, yeah. um, So they take... She's the, so Danny is the May Queen, and the roles are kind of reversed now, where she's the one who's being accepted, right. and he's trying to cling on to her because he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Uh, so they they take her away, and they, there's like a ceremony they have to do where they they bury like a piece of meat in the ground, and it's supposed to uh, like give them good luck with the harvest and things like that. Well, now uh, Christian kind of stumbles into this barn. And he's surrounded by naked women. And the one girl that has been like targeting him is just laying there on the ground. And the dude just goes for it. Yeah. Uh, it's clearly what is they want. Yes. Like, it's not like he's not taking advantage. No, of no, no. Not like at she's all. laying not at there all. like literally like on a bed of flowers. flowers surrounded by the other women of the village. Yeah. Um, and they're all naked. They are. Yeah. Uh, it's much like prom night for me. <laughs> Which one were you? <laughs> I was uh, I was probably at that time third from the left. I was a tenor, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So then he hooks up with this girl, and it's it's not a fun like ooh sex scene. Like it's no. like sh- some of the women get down and like are holding her hands, and, not down, but like in a in a loving way. Or like one is like you know in his face like singing at him and yeah. he, like he's like all right whatever i'm just gonna keep going with it yeah uh another one's like literally like pushing helping him thrust yeah. that was the Into- that was the part i was like nope yeah and <laughs> there was laughter in this scene in my theater uh, yeah yeah okay so i i think i may have giggled but it was like nervous like this yeah. is not gonna end well for my anybody definitely, i definitely nervous, nervous laughed my theater didn't feel like nervous laughter okay. it felt oh. like like they were just like this is ridiculous like and i could see that i could see where it would be taken as ridiculous yeah but maybe it's just there was so much nervous laughter i yeah, just interpreted it differently. That could but be. and then he said the director said that like he anticipated laughter a certain point well, he did get he did get laughter in hereditary when the guy from jumanji like started ugly robin cr- williams yeah, yeah robin yeah. williams the rock uh started ugly crying yeah like people I remember people saying that they. I didn't laugh at that part because it was just like I felt. Was that when he was in at school? I or think so. Uh, I thought it was in I the can't house. Remember. Either way, it was like it was that scene where he like yeah, ugly, ugly crying that, yeah. and anyway. Um, 
So he, they come back from burying the food or whatever, and she hears this happening, and uh, he kind of, she kind of walks into the room and sees it happening, and immediately runs outside and starts throwing up, just because I mean the grief and the anger and the the shock of it. She's lost her last connection to this outside world. To the real world right like this the like so now everything has been shattered right so she runs into like the communal barn or whatever. yeah and like this scene was it's so simple but it was one of the most terrifying scenes i think i've seen probably the last 10 to 15 years where the these women surround her and she is screaming and they start Screaming, screaming back at yeah. her, echoing yeah. her like sound, echoing, like mir- mimicking, mirroring, yeah, yeah almost like uh, cathartic, like a perfect uh, pitch. Yeah. yeah, where and then I was like, this I don't like this at all. Got, this scene also got laughed. Oh in no, my it, it, this was not funny. Like I, I was genuinely terrified. And this was the one where I was like surprised at the laughter. I'm like, oh, that's like I get that there might be nervous laughter at, at the unusual, the non traditional sex scene. Sure, but this part, like there was laughter like people i felt like oh, they were having trouble taking it seriously man, no because like you've got the the women in the barn making the same almost they're mirroring each other uh and it was just so unnerving and then so christian finishes uh and he realizes what has happened oh, he's finished yeah and he runs out <laughs> uh dick in the wind he <laughs> like couldn't just, he couldn't bear what he had done oh, oh hey, i say look at you welcome yeah. to real spoilers <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> go for yeah. it so he runs outside and he kind of falls down and this is where we see Josh's foot uh, sticking up out, garden, out of yeah. the garden. Yeah, well, like, they're trying to grow another guy. That's what Josh. I was like. That's yeah. a weird place to put that, but yeah. all right. Uh, and then he... I just feel like this is all orchestrated at this point to just I'm mess with their heads. This is where possible. he finds the other body. This is the, He yeah. runs out, runs into the chicken coop, finds the other body. Yeah, I, that's why I was then like, he gets, I don't think... You're right, yeah, you're right. Because that would be... Then he gets dosed. Too much of a yes. tell. Yes, you're right. Then they, and oh, now he's yeah. paralyzed. Yes. And now, Awake, right, but right. all Immo- hell has broken immobilized. loose. Immobilized. Yes. Uh, we find out that... So the May Queen has a choice. So they they say... And this is a very weird scene where they've got Florence Pugh like in a chair, but like covered up to her neck in flowers. Yeah. I feel like only her he- her face is exposed. Well, they, it's like all she's got yeah. like a crown yeah. as well, so you can only see her face. It's like a floral burka, right? Exactly. So they say they're like, we need nine sacrifices yeah. for this thing, and we've got two here already. They got two volunteers. Like and that are their own. They're too elderly, right? Then the rest of the outsiders. No, I don't think they were elderly, were they? No, that was, well, that no, was the, the, the first two. Oh, the, oh gotcha. Yeah, the, the two that we the, already saw die count, right? And then there's two, two more, two guys right. there that are volunteering. It was our Swedish guy's brother and somebody else. The two yeah. Brits, and and then the two Brits, and then the the what, other Americans, the other Americans, and then those three. And right? so, so she, now she has a choice. She get either picks another cult member or she can scuzzy uh, boyfriend. She can kill the scuzzy boyfriend. <laughs> well. That's really kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, kind point. of. Uh, that's the thing, though, is like, is it like where does she at this point? Where is she mentally? Uh, I would go. I would say uh, not in a good place. She, but that's the thing is like you. You know, she has just seen her boyfriend uh, in the probably one of the weirdest sexual uh, situations anybody has ever seen. Yeah, like you don't really, you can't really brace yourself for that one. Like you can brace yourself for like, oh, maybe he's secretly gay, right? Or maybe he. 
likes the dog. I don't know. But like, <laughs> you don't picture this one on nope. your list of things nope. that you might catch your boyfriend doing. Hooking up with a cult member surrounded by other cult members. Right. In the nude. Helping along. Helping along. Lending a helping hand. Right. So there is that weird scene earlier in the movie we referenced. We didn't talk about it, but there's a bear in a cage. Right. Yeah. We keep uh, seeing Despite all of its rage. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I'm just like, well, that's coming back. And then when he goes to meet with like the the head lady, yeah, you he's see looking it. at the wallpaper, and there's a bird or a bear on fire, right? Um, so the bear is killed, I guess, presumably, and put on this table. Well, yeah, I don't think. Well, there's you a saw way around that. that. Yeah, you saw that. You see them kill the bear. Well, I guess we don't see them kill them. Well, the bear we is like laid out on the table. Yeah. yeah. So and then it cuts back to uh, they're everybody's kind of going into this pyre. They wheel in um, what's left of the two Brits. They wheel in the weird jestered Will Poulter suit, oh, yeah. which was just uh, that was unnerving in of in and yeah. of itself. It was like a scarecrow with his face. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I don't. We, do we see Josh? I guess we do see Josh. Josh is back. That was weird to me because so like just cut his you, foot off. You encounter him as he's buried in the garden, or right. his foot is sticking out of the garden. But then I think in that. Hut or in that in that pyre, he is like his full body. I think is, yeah, is present right, there again. You're right, uh, and then we see the two the the two like shrines to the two people that jumped off the cliff, right. and then the two other people go in, and this is where they wheel in Ja or Christian in a bear suit, and like I immediately went to Tusk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not a not yeah. a good. Uh, it, I gotta tell you though, that not scene, a good reference when you see him when you see Josh. Uh, no, who was that? Who's the who's the actor in that? The Mac. The Mac? He was a Mac. The Mac PC? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> what Justin, Justin Long. Long. Yeah. yeah. When you first see him in the suit, you really thought that he was now a walrus. I was... Well, yes. Yeah. But I was also just like, I don't My know whole how... My theater screamed out cuckoo could you. <laughs> he, hadn't, he hasn't done a film since because he is now a walrus. He, he, they can't... They, what are they going to cast him in? Nothing. Uh, uh, he, uh, actually, no. I just saw that he's Alice in Wonderland. being the Wilford Brimley story. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. Yes. Uh... So yeah, so then they they set everything on fire uh, and the whole thing, and Josh is still paralyzed. This part really sucked because they told those guys like, "You will take this." They and, did say and that. You won't feel anything. Right. Feel no and pain. They were definitely all of a sudden, screaming. Yes, yes, screaming at the top of their lungs, uh, which didn't last long. Right. Uh, so the whole pyre ends up burning down, and the scene, the whole movie ends with Florence Pugh, Danny. Looking at the pyre and just smiling. Well, she's sobbing initially, and then she's like, "On second thought, yeah, f him, yeah." And now she's in the cult, I, and I, I will survive. And yep, and that's how this movie ends. And I, again, Hereditary didn't have the same effect as much as I loved that movie, but this one I was just like, ugh, <laughs> and not in a bad way, right? Like in just that's like a the, that's what he wanted you to feel, yeah. Like, yeah. And it it was effective. It was I think it's a every, very disconcerting film, even though again the it ending really was entirely is. effective for me. Like, it, but like it was well crafted. Like it, it's a very well made and and a a lot of it works very very well. But apparently they disagree on uh, from what I've read is that Ari Aster and Florence Pugh disagree on that ending. Is the like the, he and well, his movie? So he that's wins. kind of the way I feel about <laughs> it. Like he gets the final say. Yeah. Um, so when, when you direct a movie, then you can or that like that's what she wanted or that's not what she wanted. You know, like, right? And I think it's they what can she both be true. They can. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can. You know. Yeah. And you can want it and not want it. You, you know, that's like what you get. And that seems like the situation where that would kind of be what you got. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think this is a very interesting. It's a horror movie. 
I, yeah. I'm, this is not one of those ones where like, eh, is it a thriller? Is it a horror movie? No, this no, is no a, This is a horror it's movie. It's a horror movie. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting dudes doing some really interesting stuff out there. So I, granted, we talked about it's a it's a smaller movie. It got released up against Spider Man, which was going to destroy everything. But I don't this think had its own audience. Nobody out there is like Spider Man. <laughs> Midsummer. <laughs> That's not. No, it's not. I mean, there are people that will see both. Uh-huh. Uh, three of them sit right here. Yeah. Was but, the uh, was Hereditary a hundred million dollar film? No, oh, hell no. So. Gross wise, no. I don't oh, think so. Okay, no. Okay. I mean, it was a hit. It was absolutely a sure. Hit. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away from it, but I I can't imagine okay. that, that movie made a hundred million dollars. No. But yeah, like hopefully this guy doesn't get uh, the the studio bug. Like I just like keep doing this A twenty four stuff is is where you, is where your jam is, like keep that up for now and then once if they offer you a studio gig in a few years go for it but yeah. keep doing this it was really good I will say Hereditary uh made seventy nine point three okay. million dollars so Still, it, so it I mean a bit. Yeah. for a ten million dollar movie yeah it got it, you know you know Blumhouse is like damn yeah <laughs> so uh well anyway I guess that's it for this one let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. Uh, Brian Spath on Twitter at Lord Spathington. And this is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers uh, or on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Have too. you mapped out what your 500th episode will be? Now nah, we're too lazy. That's, a, that's a milestone. Dora. Oh, yeah. Dora, <laughs> Dora. Is it? Dora. No, I don't know. No. So uh, anyway, that's what you have to look forward to. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, Malachi murders the mechanic. Ladies and gentlemen, Simon Smith and his amazing dancing bear. <laughs> Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.